Well, this morning we come to a very important topic, the matter of resurrection. And if you would, I would love for you to take a study guide out of your bulletin. You'll find it there. It was placed there just for you. It'll help you this morning. We'll assist you in uh, taking notes and seeing information that's provided. As you take a look at the study guide, you'll see that there are places for five thoughts to be written down. Uh, but uh, after studying through all this and getting to the place where I am at this point, I've come to realize that that was way too much to try to bite off for uh, short, the short time that we have this morning. So most likely we'll only make our way through two of those thoughts today. We may get to a third, but probably only two. So if you would, get ready to write. You can grab a clipboard and a pen from the book rack in front of you and uh, have that handy. That'll assist you as well. As I said, we're talking about the resurrection. And I've often wondered how many people understand the significance of the resurrection. I mean, really, is that such an important thing? When you begin to think about what took place just three days before, that Jesus was placed on a cross after being severely beaten, after he was, he was uh, beaten to the place to where his back was in shreds, Jesus was then nailed to a cross where he paid the price of our sin. Where he paid the price of what we had done wrong against God. Jesus took care of the payment in full. What an incredible concept. And when you think about it in relation to that, you would say, well now, isn't that an important topic? Shouldn't we be more focused on the sacrifice of Jesus? And certainly, it is an important topic, isn't it? Certainly, we're talking about something that is so significant because it, it paved the way for us to be forgiven. It paved for the way for us to have eternal life. And certainly, it is significant. But I want you to understand this morning how significant the resurrection also is. How important the resurrection also is. How vital it is that Jesus did not stay in the grave. But that Jesus was given his life again. And so a couple of thoughts I want to provide you this morning. Number one, if you would write this down. Why is the resurrection so important? Number one, it's important because the resurrection shows the immense power of God. The resurrection shows the immense power of God. It shows the boundless, immeasurable, limitless power of God. That God's power has no limit. That God's power has no boundaries. We, as people who have trusted Christ as Lord and Savior have come to appreciate in a whole new way the power of Almighty God. I mean, not only do we see it in our own lives, we see it in the lives of other people, but we have the opportunity to witness it through the pages of the Bible. And we literally get to see God's power demonstrated, God's power on display for us. You don't even have to look beyond the very first chapter of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. To where you begin to see the power of Almighty God. How the Bible says that God stepped on the edge of nothing and He spoke. Just spoke. 
and the solar system existed. That's a phenomenal thought. It says that he spoke and the day became light and the night became dark. He spoke and the waters went where he wanted them. He spoke and the plants and the flowers and the trees came upon the earth. He spoke and the animals covered the earth and the fish were in the sea. God spoke and it existed. The Bible says that God stooped down into the dirt and he began to form something out of the dirt. And guess what it was? Us. God created us. We didn't just happen, we didn't just appear, but God, through his incredible power, created mankind. We see God's power continually displayed throughout the scriptures through his miracles. We see how the children of Israel, after being enslaved to the people of Egypt for 400 years, were miraculously let go as, as God performed miracle after miracle after miracle, displaying his glory, displaying his power over and over and over until eventually the Egyptians said, get out of here. We don't even want you here anymore. Yes, there are millions of you, and you have served us as slaves, but we don't even care. Just leave. Just get out. And we see God's incredible power as He brings His children to the Red Sea, which is flooded, and He causes the waters to stand up so that they can pass across on dry land. And we see His power displayed as Moses simply speaks to the rock and water comes flowing out, crystal water. And it wasn't just a small stream. We're talking about millions of people that had to have water. We're talking about their animals that had to have water. God displayed His power by bringing water in such quantity from the rock that it took care of everyone. The power of God was on display. And here it is again. Power of God made visible. The power of God very clearly represented and seen in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because here He is, His Son. After suffering the torment, the abuse, after being nailed to a cross, after dying in shame and in agony, after shedding His blood to pay the price of our sin. Jesus' lifeless body was taken and placed in a tomb. And there he lay for three days and three nights. But amazingly, after three days and three nights, the power of God was demonstrated as God reached down and touched or spoke or whatever he did. And all of a sudden, the heart that had not beaten in three days began to pump. And it began to push blood throughout the body of our Lord. And that cold body that was cold from the three days of death all of a sudden became warm again. And those eyes that had not seen in three days were open and he could see what was before him very clearly. God had given Jesus his life back. The Apostle Paul in talking about this very instance 
Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20 said, I pray that God will give you wisdom and understanding so that you may know, and here it is, what is the immeasurable greatness of His power toward us who believe according to the working of His great might that He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead. God raised Jesus from the dead. And it says that His immeasurable greatness of His power was seen. What an incredible thought. The power of God was on display. But amazingly, it goes even further for us. In this verse, there were four words that jumped out at me as I was studying. He says, what is the immeasurable greatness of His power? And here are the four words. Toward us who believe. Toward us. The power of God was demonstrated. The power of God was displayed for us. We are the benefactors of the power of God. And you say, why? Why would that be for us? What would the benefit be for us? Because if there is no resurrected Savior... We have no hope. If the tomb is not empty three days after Jesus' death, we absolutely have no chance of eternal life. And yet God displayed His power. He demonstrated His power for us in that He raised Jesus back to life again. You see... In resurrecting Jesus from the grave, God reminds us of His sovereignty over life and death. It's true. The resurrection is important because it shows the immense power of God Himself. But not only that, number two, your next fill-in, says that the resurrection is important because it validates the claims of who Jesus claimed to be. It validates... Who Jesus claimed to be. And who did Jesus claim to be? Jesus claimed to be the Messiah. Jesus claimed to be the Son of God. Now that in itself is an incredible, extraordinary claim. For one to claim to be the Son of God. And where did he do that? Listen to this. John chapter 4, verses 25 and 26, he's talking to a Samaritan woman at the well. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, listen, I am he who speaks to you. I am Messiah. Jesus confirms the statement of Peter in Matthew chapter 16, verses 15 through 17. He said to them, Jesus is talking, he said, Who do people say that I am? Simon Peter replied, or, or rather, Jesus said, Who do you say that I am? Talking to his disciples. Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. 
Mark chapter 14, verses 61 and 62. A very grim and dark setting. Jesus has now been betrayed. He's standing before the religious leaders of the day. And they put him before a mock trial. I mean, it's, it's a fake trial. There's nothing real about this. Justice is not being served. The Bible says that Jesus remained silent and made no answer. But again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? And Jesus broke his silence and said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Jesus made claim to be the Son of God. Jesus made claims to be the Messiah, the one who would come to set mankind free. Jesus also gave to the, the people who were listening, the religious leaders of the day, a sign that he was who he claimed to be. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 4, Jesus said, An evil and adulterous generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given except the sign of Jonah. And what was the sign of Jonah? You may remember that Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And Jesus said, even as Jonah was in the belly of the fish, I will also be in the center of the earth three days and three nights. Now, why is that significant? Why is that important? Because Jesus is telling them, after three days, the grave is going to be empty. And if the grave is not empty after three days, then I am not who I claim to be. But, if the grave is empty, after three days, if my life comes back to me, after three days, if the power of God is revealed and He brings me back to life, then you must, you must accept that I am who I claim to be. I am Messiah. I am the Son of God. Why was it important? Why was it significant? Because if Jesus doesn't get up from the grave, then there is no hope of our sin being forgiven. If Jesus doesn't get up from the grave, there is no way for Him to remove the curse of death that is upon us. If Jesus doesn't get up from the grave, if He is still dead, there is no hope of eternal life. But if Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. If God through His mighty power raised Jesus back to life again, then all of a sudden that which Jesus claimed is proven to be true. That which Jesus claimed is proven to be accurate. That Jesus is Messiah. Jesus is the Son of God. You see, it is the power of God that was demonstrated for our benefit. The power of God that raised Jesus from the dead, that validated His claims to be true and accurate, to be Messiah and the Son of God. And it is this validation that gives us hope. Hope of forgiveness. Hope of eternal life. I wonder... Have you experienced this hope that only comes from Jesus Christ? Have you experienced the hope that comes 
from knowing the risen Savior, Jesus Christ.